Who is that? I'm the doctor. Oh, I don't think so. No. <laughs> Dear me, no. You may be a doctor, but I am the doctor. The original, you might say. everyone and thank you for joining us on a quick trip through space and time my name is caleb and i'm mac and this is a podcast where a doctor who veteran and a doctor who beginner go through each episode of doctor who and give their thoughts on it and this week we'll be watching a tale of two doctors not even close <laughs> <laughs> yeah so this episode we are doing something you know it's slightly different um because for the longest time i had been playing with the idea of just showing Caleb a singular episode from New Who, just to, like, show him a light at the end of the tunnel. Don't worry. It gets good, I promise. Um, and I was really debating what episode to show him. I was trying to think of an episode that uh, was completely disconnected. It didn't have reference to anything else, so he wouldn't be too confused, uh, and it would just be a good overall episode. And I even thought one particular episode that is one of, if not my favorite episode of Doctor Who ever. And then I said, fuck that, and decided to go in the complete opposite direction. We instead are going to be watching an episode that is a season finale that will be referencing several things and will confuse the hell out of Caleb, and it'll be hilarious. (laughs) Um, But the main reason we're watching this specific episode is because it is the only episode in New Who that has the first Doctor in it. And it takes place at the very end of his life so so caleb will be getting the same glimpse into his future that the doctor does so that was my that was my rationale so did they just like deep fake william hartnell into this episode no so they did that uh i never know what to call these types of movies it's not a documentary it's like that based on a true story thing yeah and they did that about the beginning of the of the show doctor who like the creation of doctor who okay and um the guy they had playing William Hartnell uh, was the guy who played Mr. Filch in Harry Potter. Okay. And uh, the guy who did the Red Wedding in Game of Thrones, that guy. (laughs) So he did a very good job of playing William Hartnell. And so they brought him into the show proper to have him play the first Doctor. Boy, he just got typecast as a crotchety asshole, didn't he? I mean, hey, whatever pays the bills. (laughs) (laughs) It is written by my least favorite writer of the show. But I don't think it's one of his worst. And we're going to be doing it much more casually than normally. We're not going to do a recap. I'm not going to do trivia or anything like that. It's mostly just going to be, hey, you just watched your first episode of New Who. What did you think? And that's kind of it. Um, It's basically going to be, I had no idea what was going on. Yeah, but you'll have thoughts. You'll have opinions. And I'll do my best not to spoil anything. So, question. In New Who, do they still follow the same structure where, like, it's the same story over multiple episodes? Or, I'm assuming they're longer in New Who. So, is it just, like, one and done adventures? In New, Yeah, in New Who, it's just one single 45-minute episode. But there are, obviously, plenty of multi-parters. 
Yeah. Usually uh, season finales, but not always. Okay. But with that, we will see you all in the future. Let's get going. I'll get to hear what the real tar- the new TARDIS noise sounds like. It's a sound like a very weak lawnmower starting to <laughs> trying to start up. And we're back. May have just been a couple seconds for you, but it was almost a day exactly for us. Yeah. I had some issues that Mac took for fucking ever. and I took for fucking ever because you make me wait all the time. So we were just hanging out in the coffee shop and we were like, nah, fuck him. He can wait. <laughs> Honestly, he deserves this. <laughs> <laughs> fuck him. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't I didn't write any notes. We're not going to do a recap. This is going to be super cash. Hey, hey. So this is mostly just a just a, a check in with you. I would like to go ahead and preface this with. This is my least favorite writer. I have a lot of issues with him, none of which I will be bringing up here. We'll be waiting until we come back around <laughs> to this. Oh, okay. I was going to complain about the writing a little bit, but I guess I'll wait. I mean, you can, by all means. Uh, but mostly this is just a, this is this is all about you. I'm going to shut up a little bit and let you talk about what the fuck you just watched. <laughs> I don't really know. Uh, we could sum it up by the part that Mac thought I was going to get the biggest the biggest reaction out of me. Yeah. Because the uh, the glass lady is going through all of the doctor's titles. He's this, he's that, he's the destroyer of Scarrow, this, that. And then the doctor of war. I was like, wow. Because I, like, I was sitting there watching, I was like, I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is. I don't know. Oh, Scarrow, I know that one. I don't know what that is. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Was like, Doctor of War is like, oh, so those were all probably bad things. <laughs> yeah, that was that was the scene I was most looking forward to seeing your reaction to, in terms of just like, oh, okay, so some shit does go down. Okay, good to know. It's not just people standing around talking the entire time. It has confirmed my theory that the show is largely about genocide. You're not wrong. <laughs> There you go. I am officially revising my standards for companions to include they have to partake in genocide. That's fair. Or at least witness it. <laughs> they have to be complicit. <laughs> I totally forget the actor's name, but uh, Filch from Harry Potter. How do you think he did portraying uh, the Doctor? I thought he did a good job. I thought so too. Like obviously, his voice is a little like lower in register. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. It sounds lower in like register than William Hartnell's. Yeah. And he didn't try and like he didn't try and sound like William Hartnell, which I don't think was a bad thing. Yeah, he wasn't. He was not doing his best Hartnell impression. He was doing his best interpretation of that character, which I think is always the best way to go anytime a, an actor is is taking over a role. Personally, one hundred percent. The mannerisms, though, clutch. <laughs> yeah, there there were a couple times where he like clutches his his jacket, and I was like. Yep, good. There's even one part where, like, he did the smarmy thing, and he did the lean back and touch the chin. I was like, that's William Hartnell. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But, yeah, uh, I thought he did a good job. Um, I'm assuming he also had at least a little bit of, like, latex on his face, because there's no way he looks that much like the first Doctor. (laughs) 
I don't think so. I mean, I know he was wearing a wig. Mm, I don't know. Because <laughs> I was sort of looking at him, and I was like, there's no way he looks that much like the first Doctor. <laughs> I don't know. I think I think he does. <laughs> Damn. Okay. It just, it just, as Filch and the guy from Game of Thrones, whose name I totally remember, they kind of have to dirty him up a little bit just because it's because the character is dirtier or it's a it's a grittier world but this time is just you get to see him <laughs> mm-hmm. so i i thought the portrayal was good i thought it was gonna be more referential to the first doctor specifically in his adventures and not broadly things that happened to the show which leads me to my biggest critique of this episode overall it, m- minus the fact that I have no fucking idea who anyone is or what's going on. <laughs> yeah. The episode had a lot of in-jokes, and I fucking hate in-jokes, even when I get them. Boy, howdy. <laughs> Are you really going to hate Stephen Moffat? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to call him the new doctor, at least in the context of this episode. The new doctor says something to him. He's like, to Hartnell, <laughs> and he's like, uh, just remember where you parked. That comes up a lot. I'm like, wow, I fucking hate that line. <laughs> Yeah. And there's another one like that that is, like, so meta. It's like he's aware that he's in a TV show. Probably one of my biggest complaints about this episode. I swear I won't go too far into it because I know I'm I'm writing that line of just talking about this and not doing a full <laughs> quick tirip episode for this, for this. But one of my biggest issues is, yeah, there was obviously some clear sexism of the era during the 60s episodes. But it almost feels like this episode was poking fun and, like, turning it up to 11 a little bit of, like, oh, look at how sexist the first Doctor is. I'm like, he wasn't, though. Like, he wasn't sexist. (laughs) I think it was fine the first time they did it. (laughs) The first time. And then it kept going. Yeah, and then it kept going. Uh, I couldn't tell you which sexist joke I liked the most. But, because, like, it wasn't even really funny. It was just like a, ha ha, he's old and sexist. Which we'll get to when we get to Moffat, but I really genuinely think it was just an excuse for Moffat to write sexist jokes and then be like, no, 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 it's okay. I'm putting a lampshade over it. That means it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think the one, I think the one I found the most tolerable was when he like threatened to spank bill is that her name bill yeah that's her name when he threatened to spank bill because like it was a weird and off-putting kind of like when he threatened to spank susan i was like that seems like very specifically referential and i can tolerate that but there's yeah the first one he makes is like oh this place is all dirty polly must not be around anymore i was like is polly clean is that something that happens in like the audio dramas that i haven't seen yet as far as i know no. <laughs> <laughs> so, like like I said, if, if it was vaguely referential, like, I could tolerate it. But, like, it, uh, like that one was just kind of sexist to be like, oh, look at how sexist he is. Yeah. Also, it pisses me off, Mac. When the first Doctor is like, oh, like, someone's been drinking my brandy. I was like, this motherfucker two episodes ago refused to drink alcohol and just got his tooth pulled. <laughs> Which is it? <laughs> I read that as he doesn't drink alcohol and that's why he's like... Why is this bottle not still full? Like, have you been drinking this? We we don't drink alcohol. But then 12 was like, yeah, 1,200 years. I may have had a glass or two. Calm the fuck down. Anyways, those are my little tangents. Is there anything specific you want to ask me about the episode? 
I don't know. I was just kind of I was just kind of wondering what your uh thoughts are in ter- like obviously it's different. It's it, very yeah, it's, different. It's quite a bit different. It's quite a bit more watchable. Yeah. Even though like I really did not like the writing uh really at all in the episode all that much. <laughs> um so I'm sure you and I might have similar opinions about Moffat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, my tongue is bleeding so much <laughs> for how bad I'm biting it right now. <laughs> Yeah, it was, but but it was better. Obviously, the production was better. Even though the writing was bad, the pacing was fine. It seemed really referential to the new Doctor specifically, and the old Doctor just wasn't there. I'm assuming the last, like, five minutes of the episode is him regenerating into, like, whoever the next Doctor is. Yeah, okay. basically. Mac made me stop, like, literally five fucking minutes before the episode ends. Yeah, I, I told you to stop once, once the first Doctor bowed out, because... The whole point of this was that you were getting a glimpse into the future from the first Doctor's perspective. And at that point, you didn't have that glimpse anymore. Yeah. But uh, what'd you think of... It's not my favorite, but what'd you think of the uh, different TARDIS design? I mean, yeah, I looked. I think what I was surprised by was I thought it would be very different. And obviously it is because it's more industrial. And like, especially once I went to the new one, I was like, oh shit, the walls are white in the new TARDIS, in the old TARDIS. Like, it's obviously very different, but the actual, like, console for the TARDIS and even the sound it makes is basically the same. Yeah, uh, you you, you said something along the lines of, I don't remember if we were recording or whether it was off off mic, but you were like, I can't wait to hear what the new TARDIS noise is. I'm like, get used to disappointment because it's <laughs> the exact same. <laughs> but, well, I mean, like, it sounded better. <laughs> I was, I, I guess I'm surprised by the continuity of that. Because it seems like a lot of other things get updated, but not the sound of the TARDIS, I guess. There's a video by H. Bomber Guy where he talks about this episode specifically. I don't want to show you the video because it's it's a spoiler town USA. There's a line in, in the episode where the where uh, the 12th Doctor is just like flabbergasted. He's like, huh, it's not an evil plan. I don't really know what to do when it's not an evil plan. <laughs> and H. Bomber Guy makes the joke of, imagine... Sitting in front of your computer with the Word document in front of you and having just written down the line, huh, I've got nothing. (laughs) (laughs) There's no conflict here. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Again, um, I don't have high praise for the writing. Uh, And I couldn't really tell if the writing was just bad or if I just genuinely did not know enough about what was happening. Uh, six of one half a dozen the other because i'll go ahead and tell you right now moffat's strength comes from writing he's a, he's a good ideas guy he's really good at writing one-off episodes it's when he's put in charge of the show and is told to make arc long stories like season long stories that's when he falls apart he falls apart because like my favorite episode in all of New Who, is written by him, but it's before he becomes the showrunner, so he didn't have to make it all tie together. I see. I mean, like, I didn't hate the idea of the twist of, like, yeah, like, it's just a company that, like, makes, like, almost real replicas of dead people because, I don't know, it's their testimony or whatever. I'm like, that's a cool, like, not confrontational sci-fi concept. Also vaguely terrifying, but that's not what this show's doing, so. Yeah. It really made Bill's, like, intro a big thing. So I was like, wow, she's probably important. Something probably happened to her. <laughs> and then he's like, I saw my friend Bill turned into Cyberman. I was like, okay, spoilers, Doctor, but okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm I'm waiting for, like, 
three years down the line or whatever when we eventually get to this doctor and then Bill's introduced and you're like, oh, 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 I know what happens to her. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that happened a lot because, like, obviously there were, like, the title references, but there was a lot of times where I was like, wow, was like, that's probably important. I was like, well, I'm like, whoa, that was probably a big reveal. I wish I had any context at all for it. All the way up to the end when the sergeant is, or, like, the, um, the captain's like, yes, I'm Captain Herschel Schmerber Jaegerman Jensen. And I was like, oh, wow. I was like, he's got a full name. Like, that's probably some historical character I don't know shit about. For some reason, I don't know why, Moffat has a hard-on for, one for like, one character in particular that's in Classic Who. He keeps referencing that character all the time, and I don't know why, but... um he has the same he had the same family name as him and okay so the 12th doctor was like oh, absolutely we'll definitely we'll definitely uh watch over him and the first doctor's like hmm yes i have no idea who that is but sure <laughs> <laughs> okay interesting so yeah uh, that's how i felt i thought the cgi was very hit and miss <laughs> Yeah, that's that's new who in a nutshell. <laughs> Particularly the glass lady with this fucking 2005 looking ass computer animation. Yeah, they they came up with how to do CGI in 2005 for like the beginning of new who and then they just didn't improve it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's an aesthetic. Well, that's that's not necessarily true. Like the CGI does improve over time, but the the super dated CGI is part of its charm at least at the beginning <laughs> so interesting there were also again references to things i don't know i felt uh, i identified with the first doctor believe it or not well that was the hope <laughs> because like when the new doctor pulls out his like little screwdriver thing and the doctor's like what is that it's like it's a sonic screwdriver and i was like you said that like he, he was supposed to know what that was the first doctor's like why why would you make an audio screwdriver that doesn't make any sense <laughs> and then he's wearing those stupid sunglasses like they're sonic sunglasses i'm like what the fuck is that yeah it's it's funny because i also watched this episode completely out of order but long before bill was ever introduced i watched this episode i had similar issues i was like i have no idea what the fuck is up with the sunglasses i have no idea who bill is but i know she becomes a cyberman apparently so <laughs> similar boat okay great so we had a shared experience i guess and hey if if the sunglasses seem really dumb right now don't worry because they are <laughs> <laughs> they're just as stupid as they seem if not they dumber. are incredibly stupid yes <laughs> okay what else oh man it's really hard to collect my thoughts there's a good dalek i guess Oh, okay, and the, I'm assuming that the bug things scurrying along the ground, were those Daleks? Those were Daleks, yeah. Okay, because they said something about coming out of their shell, and like I thought it was going to be the Animus, huh. because there were vines everywhere. That, that was it. That was my basis for it. So <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, it was like, and then little things that were like smaller Zarby. I was like, cool, we're referencing the worst fucking episode in the show. Nah, I think everyone is trying their best to forget the web planet ever happened. Which is a shame, because the Animus could be a very cool villain. Yep, you definitely could have been. <laughs> yeah, I really don't know what else to say. Ask me more specific questions. I'm not sure I really have any. I just mostly wanted to do this as just a tiny little special. 
yeah. as like the the ending of the first doctor you get a quick little glimpse you're just as confused as he is and that's it so yeah just a little just a little just a little teaser just a little taste i genuinely wish that i could have shown you a better episode with a better writer but this one was just so perfect yeah know? in terms in terms of it's literally at the first at the end of the first doctor's life so i'm like no i agree it seems perfect and like it's it's a nice little intro well i mean it's an intro and like i'm curious about new who when i get there in like two years <laughs> is that how long you said it would take um i think it was two years let me let me double check yes mm, two and a half years i have the first episode of new who scheduled for january 31st 2025 okay so yeah so we got about yeah about two and a half years and i i, I did count it uh eventually it'll take a while but eventually we'll we will reach a point where we'll have done more episodes about new who than we will have about classic mm. it'll take a while but we will reach that but point we will reach that point <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, I'm looking forward to New Who, seeing what it's all about. There are some arcs that I would like to see, you know, what they're all about. I want to see what how this Bill girl gets got. <laughs> yeah, I like Bill. Bill's good. Okay. Tiny, tiny little Moffat tangent. I swear, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go on a big thing. But <laughs> one of Moffat's biggest issues as a writer is that he knows how to write one woman character, and so he just writes her over and over and over again. You could replace any woman written by Stephen Moffat with a different woman written by Stephen Moffat and fuck all would change. Except for Bill. <laughs> Bill, is the, Bill is the one person who has a personality and that's one of the reasons why I like her. <laughs> Maybe just, just because I had to deal with season after season of shitty female characters and then we get Bill and I was just like... <sighs> <laughs> Finally. Okay, well that'll be interesting to talk about in several years. Uh, I think, um, uh, I really don't have anything else to say. Oh, I do have one thing to say. <laughs> when I saw the episode title, and it's like the Christmas special, I was like, God damn it, Max making me watch a fucking Christmas episode. <laughs> I mean, barely. I agree. It, like, it had snow in it. There are several Christmas specials throughout uh, New Who, but very rarely are they, like, directly about Christmas. Uh, and this one just had the the was it 1914 yeah the 1914 yeah thing uh they were like oh yeah this is a christmas episode uh christmas stuff yeah but which quite frankly like if i had to pick top five moments in uh human history to be able to experience honestly the christmas armistice would probably be one of them i'm not gonna lie to you <laughs> uh, i'm not gonna lie i'm really racking my brain to, for to on uh, like any moment in human history i'd want to experience it's just like the one moment in human history where you can just like feel unabashed hope and brotherhood and i don't think you can really say that about any other moment in history yeah that's that's pretty much what i was getting at (laughs) yeah yeah if you want to go ahead i i was just this episode could be as long as or as short as we wanted it i was expecting not too long so if you want to go ahead and do the outro we can yeah well there it is that those are my thoughts it's uh it's an episode i'm sure i'll get it at some point (laughs) well that's it for this episode guys the best way you can support us is by giving us five stars and telling your friends about it uh, and let getting more people to watch the podcast 
You can find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, you know, all the major podcast networks. If you want to follow us, you can follow us on Twitter at QuickTripDW. And if you want to follow us specifically, you can follow Mac at MacTheMath and me at CLB underscore Clark. You can also check out Mac's YouTube channel, also called MacTheMath, where he does insightful videos about video games. And join us next time on a quick trip through space and time in which we meet our brand new doctor, played by Patrick Troughton, in The Power of the Daleks. We're starting on a Dalek episode. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. This motherfucker made me watch 90% of an episode. <laughs> Let's go ahead and start with that. <laughs> I I don't know what I don't know what you're complaining about. I literally told you he's there through the entire episode. Oh, I I missed that part because I I was under the impression I was going to be like half the episode. No, 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 no. I told you he was he was there. For the whole episode. I don't, I don't know what to tell you.